welcome to the SEO podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWeb Results. My name is Matt Bertram, your Shopify Samurai. Welcome back to another fun-filled Shopify Samurai. Yeah. I like that. Welcome <laughs> back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number 417, as you YouTubers can see behind us, 417. Uh, as always, we do have a tip from the previous podcast. And, and our tip, tip is, is extremely long. It's really long. We've but, been doing some recording already. <laughs> And it's about anchor text, right? Yes. And so we talked about last time you got to break apart your anchor text into like four quarters, right? So you want to have uh, naked keyword text, you want to have your company name, you want to have long tail phrases and targeted phrases and have a, a nice mix. Yeah, a good mix. Make sure that you don't set off any Google alarms. Subscribe, follow, boom! All right. So, good job. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all right. So, please remember we are filmed live here in Houston, Texas, and Matt and I, we are your results, results rebels. rebels. I like that results rebels. That feels really good. Hey, I wanted to jump into this review for two reasons. One, because we have a review, it means I did not get a tear tattoo on my eye. That's, good. Uh, that's, that's always good. a good thing. Yeah. And this review, you're gonna you're gonna appreciate this. Oh, I feel okay. like you maybe paid somebody. To write this review. That's what I'm uh, I'm just thinking. It's oh, from really? SK, right. <laughs> and it is, of course, five stars. It says, wow, just wow, thank you, three exclamation marks. Wow. Okay. Matt answered what I thought was going to be a typical sales call. He took the time to look at my website, be supportive, and give me practical, practical tips based on my budget. I'm a small business, medical, in Canada, and he was super helpful. Wow, I would just say, like, that's what happens when I sometimes pick up the phone. You never know. <laughs> you never know. I might answer the phone. What do you call? <laughs> he doesn't always answer the phone, but when he does, you get a really cool experience. Uh, yeah, punch in the face to SK for taking the time to write that review. Punch thank in the face you. for yeah. you for oh, delivering you. so much value to uh, to SK. That's pretty awesome. Um, if you've been here before, you may be back and may like the tips and tricks that we give you. You might be interested in five online marketing mistakes that can tank your business and how to avoid them. You can find those by going to ewebresults.com slash SEO tips. And we need to add SEO tip because a lot of people are typing in SEO tip and it's not coming up. So we need to get that done and get that okay, redirected. And yes, and okay. we need to get some more lead magnets for all you out there that have already downloaded. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, we do have a teaser. This article is from Jen Rubio. Six e-commerce PPC best practices to improve your advertising ROL. Uh, Jen, when ROL? ROL, yeah. What's ROL? Rolling on floor. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) ROI. She's with Vertical Measures. Uh, So if you're in a position right now and you can tweet, hashtag, or do all that fun stuff, what we'd like you to do is hashtag SEO podcast. Uh, This is podcast number 417. Uh, Tag us at Best SEO Podcast at eWeb Results. Oh, there's a new one. (laughs) At Matt Bertram Live. (laughs) Add that to it. And also add at Vertical Measure. Let them know that we're talking about their article. Yep. Uh, and again, it's six e-commerce PPC best practices to improve your advertising, not ROL, ROI. Ooh. So I'm pretty excited like about jumping into that. Uh, if this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, howdy, howdy and welcome to the show. We're from Texas, so we do say howdy. That's how that rolls. And if you went to AM, too, howdy. Also, howdy, <laughs> right? Um, and if you've listened to the podcast before, you know the section that we're not going to skip. Woo. Yeah, so we run a contest each and every week. Uh, it's a simple contest. If we get one review and 10 shikos, a share, a like, 
going to follow. If we get 10 Shikos and one review, we move this piece to the end. Uh, we got the review. Uh, also, I didn't get the tear tattoo that comes oh. with not getting a review. And we did not get the 10 Shikos. We got close. We did not get close enough. So what we would like you to do uh, oh. is leave a review Please. for us. And yes. you can leave that review at eWebResults.com slash... SEO trust. <laughs> <laughs> no, eWeb results slash trust. Trust. And that's yeah. going to take you to our profile at Trustpilot. So please leave us a review and hopefully you can make that review five stars. Next, there, here's all the ways that you can shiko us. Uh, you can go to facebook.com slash eWeb results. Twitter.com slash eWeb results. Uh, Instagram.com slash eWeb results. If you want to get to YouTube, you got to go to eWebResults.com slash YouTube. And tricky. finally, LinkedIn.com slash company slash You guessed it, eWeb results. All of those will take oh. you to our profiles on those platforms. Please shiko us while you are there. Let's get a conversation going. Yeah. If, uh, if you'd like a free website analysis, we, we can do that for we you. Can. Uh, you just You just heard the uh, review from SK. That was the process of a free website analysis. Um, you can get that free website analysis by going to eWebResults.com and clicking the really, you know, well, just click the free button website that says analysis. free website yeah. analysis. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. that's fairly yeah. self-explanatory. Above the fold. All right, so we got a couple of questions here that Ooh, people have okay. sent in, so this is pretty exciting. Um, one is from Charlie Godfrey, okay. uh, and that is he sent it to uh, me or us on LinkedIn, me on LinkedIn, and it says, I listen to your podcast and find it really helpful with staying up to date with SEO and PPC news. I just listened to one of your podcasts about geofencing yeah. and wonder your thoughts on how the new GDPR laws may affect geofencing in the future. Uh, so the GDPR are uh, privacy laws that are really affect the, the EU, um, so we don't think about it. Yeah, we don't worry about it. We're in the U.S. So I did, I did pull up an article. I think geofencing is probably not uh, not a concern, but you definitely want to dig in and understand that from somebody who has more understanding of those particular laws. Like, so if you're over in the EU, it's probably very normal for you to see, uh, hey, this website uses cookies, right? Here in the U.S., we're not required to use, to do, hey, this website requires cookies, yeah. which. Um, I'm, I'm assuming that most of the sites that you, if you visit them frequently, have actually uh, done some IP targeting and say, and actually have added that piece. Uh, if you're in, uh, in I, over, I've seen over little, in Europe, uh, yeah. notifications pop up about it now and then. Now and then, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And when we see it, it's usually an indication that they do a lot of business over in Europe, and so uh -huh. they've got to have these to conform to those laws. We don't have to do some of that, so just make sure you, that you dig in there, uh, punching you in the face, Charlie. We're now connected on LinkedIn. Uh, oh. And then this is a question for you, Matt, because you were oh, okay. coming up with random numbers and statistics <laughs> in the last podcast. So J John Huey, uh, he says, uh, hi, guys. In your podcast for Anchor Text, you give advice on internal and outbound links. Uh -huh. That was about 20 minutes in that he says, do you mean across the whole site or per page? Great show, by the way. Really relevant stuff. So thank you. So John, so your would, name is not John. That's his name. John is asking ah, okay. um, when you were talking about kind of how many links to have internal and outbound. Yeah. Was that on a per page basis, on a per site basis? Uh, I was really talking about blogs. I, I believe uh, when I was talking about five to seven, I was talking really about the blogs. Uh, I think having outbound links on some of your internal money pages are a good idea. It helps build credibility. You also want to point your internal ranges, uh, your internal pages to your money page. It gives it more SEO juice. Right. Uh, but but really, uh, 
It depends on your pages, and, and but it is site-wide, and per page is kind of the same thing. You definitely want um, right. links so, on everything. So you were, yeah. you were probably talking about in the range yeah. of three to five links, and that is not across your site. That is on a per-page basis, really. Right, so you yeah. want at least one outbound link going to a, a reputable source from from good content. You want it to be you want it to be natural. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that specifically, I was talking about blogs. So that's oh, I was okay. From. Yeah. So, so that's one it. thing to remember about links, and we always talk about this. Um, again, your your job is to provide a good experience to the Google user, and if your article doesn't link anywhere, right? So it's kind of effectively the end of the internet in terms of an information path. It's not a good experience, uh-huh. right? So having links to like, hey, this information came from this source, it's really powerful. Like referencing it in in your in your paragraphs, in, in the blog, right? Yeah. Like so I've seen people that put their links like right at the bottom. Yeah. You know, I mean, Google knows that, right? And they look at kind of the user flow uh, or the the usability of right. it. So you want to you want to mix it up, just have it be natural. Not worry about it, but just keep it top of mind when you're doing it. So excellent. So we do have a little bit of news. Um, uh, just trending. You know, Bill Cosby was convicted. They'll be coming out with a sentencing <gasps> soon. Um, not sure that there's any big surprises there. Uh, and then um, Amazon Prime is going to raise their pricing twenty percent. They're doing Bitcoin stuff now. Are they? Oh, they're they, accepting they, Bitcoin. Well, they're they're coming out with a Bitcoin tra- trading platform, I believe. Okay. So they bought a couple domains uh, a while back. Right. And they're now moving into it. Interesting. You know that. So I think that's exciting. One of the craziest things, not to, not, it's not really news, but right. Google this month, like when you could uh, go out there and search if you're a small business owner, search for a Google Partner. Uh, they got rid of that, or they moved it somewhere, but uh, Google Partner slash Search uh, is unavailable as of this month. And so that's where it had all our certifications. And, you could see our like yeah. laundry list of certifications. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's gone now. So uh, they said they put it somewhere else, but I was like disappointed. Hashtag like, yeah. Google bring our badges back. Yes. <laughs> <I like it>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's, uh, let's jump right into this article. Um, six e-commerce PPC best practices to improve your advertising ROI. Again, punch in the face to you, Jen Rubio, and the team over at Vertical Measure. Uh, all right. So she gave some stats to start off with. This was Q1 2017. I know it's a little bit older, but interesting. Uh, clicks on retail-related product listings, right? So those are the listings okay. that you see that are product-related, yeah. so you can go and buy them. In Increased uh, from 48% during Q4 of 2016 to 51%. So I had like a 3% increase uh, from the end of 2016, first quarter of 2017. That's good. These same product listing ads accounted for 75% of clicks from non-branded retail searches. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're if you're selling something online, you should be doing shopping ads. <laughs> that's the sum. I think that's, that's the summary. That's my summary. So here are our six helpful ticks. And she did a tri- tips. She actually ticks. did something cool. <laughs> ticks usually aren't that good. Um, here are six. Uh, so she actually at the beginning of each of the six You're items. You're afraid she of that lenses, word, huh? Uh, what's your one? <laughs> you kept skipping. This one. Tips. 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 It's right there. Yeah. <laughs> six helpful ticks. So basically, ticks. Wow. Tips. See, you I'm now afraid of it. So. Um, so she actually put a link in there so that you could actually automatically tweet. You just click the link and tweet that next item. So that's cool. Uh, so number one, Ooh. this is six helpful tips. I like uh, it. One, consider where to advertise, right? So um, it's kind of pretty simple where to yeah, advertise. Facebook and Google. 
<laughs> That's it. And Amazon. Uh, Amazon, Etsy, eBay, absolutely. Yeah, there's there, yeah, there's yeah, a lot of other yeah. places. So you have these kind of environments, and and I hadn't even thought of Etsy. You're exactly right. Etsy is is another environment that you can that, that has become a marketplace. Pinterest. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, and this is I think focused on the e-commerce. So you're right. Actually, this really says Google Merchant and Amazon advertising. They're really good sources. And there's a whole lot of other places to market your e-commerce site. So probably missed a few. I would, yeah, Pinterest, Instagram. Um, Facebook. Facebook, yeah. <laughs> some of the big ones. All right, so uh, a, net, a couple more stats. Spending with Amazon accounted for 43% of all U.S. online revenue. Mm. With Amazon, 43%. So why don't you tell the little kind of uh, like story you were telling earlier about Amazon and Google AdWords? And and the challenges the, the no just the, like who was the biggest advertiser on oh oh yeah so this is a pretty interesting statistic um, if you look at when new new um, new marketing platforms are being developed who was the number one uh, uh, um, uh, purchaser of advertising from Google AdWords in the beginning and it was Amazon hmm. right so interesting that now Google and Amazon are going head to head. Uh, and the point of that particular piece of data is the current largest spender on Facebook is the the chief retail marketer, and I can't remember what the product was, but they're they're they've exploded. So it's kind of like, hey, getting ahead of the curve and being able to do Facebook marketing now, right? And and now we're you know the curve's kind of taken off in a lot of ways. It's getting a lot more expensive. And if you find that next uh, marketing venue and you get in early enough and just spend as much as you can. You know, if there's the volume of people getting getting that who are seeing your ads, then it's a, it's a you know, people stay are saying in it's Snapchat. That's the next yeah, one. Snapchat. I mean, that's what, but it just depends what your market is. Like, yeah. where where are you going fishing for the right type of yeah. uh, prospects? You're, so. You can't sell uh, uh, walkers on Snapchat. I can just you know, old, <laughs> old walkers. You can't. That's not going to happen. Mm. Um, test running Amazon shopping ads on Google. So uh, this is a note. She's saying that Google is actually p- testing running Amazon shopping ads on Google. Right? Oh, so here's something interesting. Etsy. Right. Okay. Etsy will give you a discounted rate to advertise your Google Shopping through Etsy because then it's building up their account. Mm, yeah. It's it's pretty pretty interesting, super easy to do too. Very so, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, all right, so here, so that's number one, right? Know where you want to market. And we would say, uh, depending on what you're selling, Pinterest is something to consider. Uh, Instagram, yeah. obviously yeah. Uh, Facebook, Google, Amazon. Um, and yeah, we've got experience with all of those. So if you need help with any of those, just reach out to us and we can help you. Shameless plug. Was, was, was that a, did I say that out loud? In my head, I was thinking oh, yeah, I should have yeah. said that out loud. Number two, keep your shopping feeds up to date, right? So uh, you need to make sure that your Google AdWords and Google Merchant Center accounts are linked. Yes. That was like step one. So make yeah. sure that mm-hmm. you do that. Um, AdWord product listing ads pull all of your product information, including brand, price, and availability. So they suck in all that uh-huh. information. A simple imi- omission of that information or failure to keep up to date with their fast changing policies. So if they say, hey, yesterday you didn't, this is an extreme example, but yesterday you didn't need SKU, your SKU, and today you do, so the, the ads that you had running yesterday were running, the ones so, they are no longer running today. I mean, our, our team, that's one of the main things, uh, time sucks that we deal with is the constantly changing factors and making sure all the product feeds are in correctly and like 
what's the little tweak we need to have to make it run. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. In yeah. fact, St. Johan uh, had a little bit of advice. He works here. Um, we need to get that meme kind of posted. He said, uh, be patient and be prepared to call Google to get your feed up and running. Because uh, he's spoken with them many times for a couple of customers in the last two weeks. So um, punch in the face to you, St. Johan. Uh, number three. All right. So this is six e-commerce PPC best practices to improve your advertising ROI. Number three is set up proper e-commerce tracking. Yes. Right. So interesting. And and I don't. It, it, we're we're still trying to flush all of this out because sometimes there's like ways to make things happen and it just takes a while to dig them up. So far, I haven't figured out how to get e-commerce data into AdWords. So it's sitting there in analytics, uh-huh. and you can use analytics to to see information and uh-huh. PPC, you know, AdWords information, etc. We just it'd be nice as you're playing in AdWords and adjusting bids and maybe tweaking uh-huh. ads to know which ads should you spend time with, not having to go back to analytics and say, oh, this is the ad that generated the most value, so let me go back into AdWords and figure that out. Um, if anybody knows how to do that, if there's a process for that, so that you're not just looking at goals, but you're actually looking at e-commerce revenue, um, hit us up. We'd love to love to hear. Yeah, the import of analytic goals into AdWords is pretty straightforward, but when you start talking about the shopping feed, the e-commerce yeah, feed, yeah. it's just it's yeah. not there, right? So you go to import the goals. And all of the goals are there, but e-commerce isn't a goal. Yeah, and, so we're and always having to toggle back and forth. Yeah, it's it's kind of a pain, right? Because because yeah, you get it. You, you I know you. You like you put on your AdWords hat, and I'm like, here's the data, and here's the goals, and then I'm like, oh wait, those aren't the real goals, right? The real goals are revenue, and so you can estimate a conversion at a certain value, but that's not the real value. And, and that's like really important when we're bringing on new accounts to 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 really go through and flush out all the old goals and all the uh, everything. Yeah. Really, we got to kind of reset everything up because a lot of times if we skip a step and stuff's not set up properly, it could look one way or not another way. I mean, we, we just had a client come in with like 125 goals and they weren't selling anything and it was just like, Messing. It, 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 according to the goals, it looks yeah, really good. Yeah. It's like there's nothing. Why we do you can need us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, oh, goal, 15 seconds on site. Mm, yeah. Not so useful. Yeah. That, Google and that's set a, that up for them. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So number four is optimize your shopping ads, right? Yes. So there's lots of ways to op- optimize your shopping ads. Diversify the types of ads that you're using in the in e-commerce, right? So these PLAs allow you to compete with the ever-growing online shopping shopping industry. So it's changing regularly. You need to stay on top of it. And here's a couple of things. So right. Did you want to add no, to that? No, no, no. Maybe he... Uh... Figure out how you want to structure your shopping campaigns. Yeah, so this is where you would you would target the branded keywords, right. like the, the, the high conversion, uh, the middle conversion of like they're searching about the product and right. then kind of the awareness phase. That's basically how a lot of people will shut up the shopping ads. And then you got to make sure to kind of negative out each different category, so right. you're not double spinning or bidding against each other. Yep. So absolutely, yeah. He's a, he, 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 she, it's she, right? It's she. Jen. She says oh, Jen. <laughs> you can A B test different campaign structures like you were just talking about uh-huh. and find out which one generates the most cost effective sales. Uh-huh. Add negative keywords. So how important are negative keywords when you're talking about an AdWords campaign? You're going to spend a lot of money you don't want to spend. Yeah. Um, one of the things too is if if you haven't moved into AdWords like uh, like search and display. AdWords, I would say uh, 
easy, like easy level. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but right, right. like the beginner level, beginner yeah. level would be shopping ads. Right? right. So you go shopping and then search and then display. Right. Like as far as complexity and, and it, being able to deliver value. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, even on Facebook and, and plugging them in, it, it's really straightforward. And yeah. so if you're trying to learn how to do something, uh, Start with shopping ads. Do you have any good examples of like really bad, like negative keywords that people didn't didn't include and really, really, really should have? Uh, well, so I, I recently saw a campaign for a consulting company right. um, that 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 consults, and one of the keywords in their broad match was hiring. Okay, <laughs> so they were looking for hiring companies. Right. Um, but a lot of people are searching, we're searching for who is hiring, who is hiring. <laughs> and so there was goal conversions on it, but it, it wasn't the right kind of uh, person. So when that came to me, uh, that was one of the first things I was like, ooh, right. Yeah. And so that's one of the top examples I can think of. But I think of it a lot of times. Also, sometimes you want a negative out if you're, you know, Amazon, if you're running Amazon ads. Right, or, right. Uh, <clears throat> different products that have a different name. Like we were doing something for a manufacturing company, right. and they came to us, and it was talking about sensor, and they were sh- and it was broad match, and they were showing up for all kinds of health sensors. Yeah, <laughs> sensors. so sensors like yeah, yeah, and not not like manufacturing or um, you know engineering. Right. So, so the wrong type you, of sensor. You really got to look at that data when you watch a campaign. You can't just set it and forget it. A lot of times, if it's a new campaign, you don't have past data to look at. Um, you, you got to watch it daily. Daily, yeah. yeah. Uh, absolutely. I remember one, we were working with a company that did installations of commercial industrial glass, okay. right? So in, yeah. a, in, a, in a building, you know, those big, huge buildings. And we took over the PPC campaign for them. And one of them was like broken apple glass. Ooh. Okay. Not really likely yeah, to phone. convert. Yeah, 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 <laughs> that's yeah. not going to convert. Like yeah. that's an easy negative that you got to do. So negative keywords, very important. Uh-huh. Um, she okay. also says create ad extensions. There are some ad extensions that are especially useful for e-commerce campaigns. Structured snippets allow you to showcase specific brands and types or styles of products. So uh, you use those ad extension. And then yes. price extensions allow you to uh, highlight competitive pricing. So if you're the best priced in the model in the market, then highlight that. That's a that's a good thing to highlight. You might get some uh, good conversions there. I like that. Number five, focus on quality content. We always say content is king, uh, even when it comes to to e-commerce. And we talk when we talk about e-commerce from an SEO perspective, kind of the repeating messages. You need to write original content for the pages that are the products, right? You can't just take the manufacturer's description, plug it in, and think that you're going to get good placement. Right. So, so I'll just tell you, even on like Amazon, for right. sure, when I'm looking for a product, I really look at that product description to understand even if the reviews are good or whatever, is this what I need? Right. Uh, and I'm looking for, for, for more of that kind of story of that it worked for or somebody. Confirmation, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I have seen some really good shopping ads to a landing page that it basically is almost like a long form direct sales right. letter afterwards. And it's going, okay, here's the information about product. And then here's all the reasons you need to buy it. And right. then also that page ranks uh, SEO-wise organically better. Yep. And so I've seen some really, really good pages out there, not just like a product uh, description right. page that everybody else is using because it's 
you know, it's dupe content to a certain degree. So just know, like, you may be out there and like, look, uh, you may yeah. be the type of shopper who doesn't read that stuff, right? There's so we say things like, hey, you should be writing this. You're like, oh, that's just two guys' opinions. Um, you know, Matt is clearly a person who will read all of that stuff. I am too. And then you look at this article, right? So what's your disc profile, Chris? Yeah. For all the salespeople that call in. Yeah. Tips. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So disc, you know, understanding how people communicate and consume information. Um, it's there's probably three ways that people consume information that's different than your way and so think about that and make sure you're really kind of appealing to all of them yes number five oh we are we're doing number five focus on quality Uh, make sure you need to have an enticing landing page make sure you've got engaging videos photos and user reviews whenever possible um, really cool. All right, number six, stay competitive. So this is another thing which is uh, which which is maybe um, a little in the e-commerce realm. You need to be even more vigilant, right? Because okay. things can change, and those things have like direct impact to bottom line if you're e-commerce, right? So if you're if you slow up your sales leads a little bit, okay, that may not be disastrous. But if you're just getting five percent less business right less conversions then it's it can be really a big pain so what you want to do is keep an eye uh, on what your competitors are doing their prices can go up and down Uh, sales can come and go just as quickly uh, as they can raise and lower prices uh, if you're not paying attention Uh, and if you're keeping track and your sales are down so keep track Uh of what the sales of particular products are if one particular product sales is down you know, maybe one of your competitors is running an ad. There's lots of I great, mean, I'm in a sale. Yeah, there's lots of great tools out there to, to see what your competitors are doing, where they're placing their ads. Um, I was doing some research this week for us, actually, and I found a couple uh, placement ads on display. I know we're talking about shopping, where uh, one competitor is, like, buying up all the ads on that page, and it was, like, one little form page, and I was like, whoa. Like, so, yeah. so definitely there's little honey holes out there. Um, uh I would say, you know, when you're talking about pricing, uh, always sell value. I know it's hard sometimes. Yeah. Always sell value. So don't discount your price. Potentially maybe throw in an extra yeah. or add, or it's just going to be a quick race to the bottom. I know that's kind of a general tip, and it might not work for everybody, but I'm a big advocate of if you, you know, be be the most value-oriented right. price. Be the trusted advisor. Be, oh, that's good. Wait, yeah. no, no, no. You, your that? book kind of talks about... You know, that was a the debate of the name, you know. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about that yeah. at an event last night quite a bit. It was, it was interesting with some real I like Build Your Brand Mania. I think that's uh, I think that's a great title for the book. So, uh, coming soon, right? Like, just, as just, soon as I get the forward. Just, oh, well, wait. As soon as who's, I... Who's writing your forward? Yeah. Oh, wait, that's me. That's a, that's an assignment that I have. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you did you tell Sammy to do it so that she could crack the whip and make sure I, can... I did actually. <laughs> there, there's your well. Then you've made no no mistakes. All right. So what I love about oh it, also like when you're talking about kind of staying on top of things. Uh-huh. If you're advertising on the Google Merchant Center and uh-huh. you have your AdWords account uh, associated, right? If they're connected, then you can use Auction Insight reports to see what competitors are outperforming you in terms of impression, share, and rank and I know that's something that you look at hey is this particular client spending enough because you know what the impression share is what's your usual target in in, in terms of impression share 
for for ads? Oh, uh, for the auction bid, I, I like to be above eighty percent if possible. Right. Right. So so you just kind of look at hey, if you're uh, we've got one particular client sitting at about thirty percent. Hey, you got room to double your budget. Make sure you've got the right ROI and then double that budget. So yeah, you're gonna you're gonna spend it up till you kind of hit a plateau and you'll need to target other strategies and a lot of times if you have the traffic on your website it might be a conversion thing or a usability thing right, right. it's not necessarily oh we need to spend more and force people for, through that process through that yeah. funnel because you're losing people if the funnel's not working yeah, yeah. And and a real big punch on the face to you, Jen, because you have a bonus. We like uh, we like to over deliver here at eWeb Results, and here you are. Uh, the bonus is ramp up remarketing. Yeah. Right? So it's actually not as hard as you might think. We've all experienced it. We've searched for something on Amazon, and then that exact something has followed us all over the internet, and we're like, okay, I'll just go back and buy it. So if, if, hopefully, we can just turn this off. Um, so ramp up your remarketing. Uh, it's pretty straightforward to do. You can do that on Facebook. You can do that on in Google Ads, uh, Ad Network. Um, There's so. even dynamic remarketing, which works fantastic. That's what Amazon does a lot. Right. Um, remarketing is one of the things that we promote to new clients as one of the, depending on traffic level, of course, but one of the most like uh, like return on it. Yeah, cost effective like. Uh, because 94% of people, I'm pretty sure on that stat right. today, 94 94% of people will hit a website and leave and never come back. Right. So, you know, bringing them back, getting another shot at them is, is really, really important. Well, and, I mean, in, in this day and age, like we're so busy, you could be in the middle, like you could have it in your cart, you could have it, like all you got to do is press that button and then a text message comes in and you're distracted for oh, the yeah. next 20 hours, whatever, and you didn't press that button. And you gotta remarket to them and let them know. So some powerful remarketing, I know that she actually didn't touch on, is um, abandoned cart remarketing. Well, okay, so so here's another stat. It might fit into this or not. I'm, I'm just uh, big on stats this right, week, right. I don't know. I think it's 3% of people are actually ready to buy when they get introduced to your brand. Right. And so remarketing can lengthen that window up to 540 days. Right. If, if you want it Unless to. Unless you can get them on, back, then it could yeah, even go longer. Depending yeah. on your sales cycle, um, to, to lengthen that window where they might be ready to buy. So I, I think that that's just a good stat that I saw. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, and if, if, if your strategy is get them back to get another white paper, or get them back to get some more kind of low uh, low barrier of entry uh, items, then yeah, you can warm, keep remarketing. Create a warm market, absolutely. Very cool. All right, well, that is the meat of our podcast. Punch uh-huh. in the face to you, Jen Rubio. Yes. Again, if you could, uh, you know, tag everybody, uh, hashtag SEO podcast, at best SEO podcast, at eWeb results, at Matt Bertram Live, <laughs> and at Vertical Measure. Um, punch in the face of the guys over at Vertical Measure for, uh, you know, getting some good content yeah, out there. Absolutely. All right, so uh, if you are looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet, the internet, the internet what your shirt says, don't, don't, Google. don't Google me. <laughs> <laughs> Call eWeb Results for increased revenue in your business. Our phone number is 713-592-6724. If you have a referral, so that's somebody who's interested in any aspect uh-huh. of internet marketing. Remember, yes, we do websites. Yes, 
We do landing pages. Yes, we do. Uh, we'll, we'll break up pay-per-click into multiple multiple pieces. We do AdWords. We do the display. Uh, well, AdWords is part of that, but we do a search ads. We do display ads. We do remarketing ads. We got what you need. We do Facebook. <laughs> like, it can just keep going on. So yes, we do it. If you send somebody to us, uh, when they pay their bill, we pay you. That's our referral program. It's pretty sweet. Remember, we were filmed live here at 5999 West 34th Street, Suite 106, Houston, Texas, 77092. Um, if you would like transcript, video, or audio of this podcast, you can get all of that at our website, eWebResults.com. You guys have made us the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes uh, and the known universe, actually. So thank you very much for, for tuning in, for asking questions, for sharing the podcast. Uh, again, another punch in the face to Brian uh, uh, big because he like wrote a whole article and like got into some of the history and uh, really big punch in the face to you for um, for writing that up. Uh, yes, until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. My name is Matt Bertram. Bye bye for now. Set me free